Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I knew it. Another Heard at Media production. Welcome, Mike the Situation Sorrentino. Where do you live, Mike? Uh, Central Jersey. We got a lot of snow. Did you guys get a lot of snow? Um, we actually did. It's been snowing since last night. I took the, um, we have a, a one-year-old and a two-year-old. I took the two-year-old out to see the snow a little bit. We have chickens in the backyard, so I took him to get the chickens and or the eggs, actually, the eggs. Wait, you um, have, ch- I used to have chickens too. Yeah, I have uh, nine chickens in the back. We're up to getting like six to 10 eggs a day now. Wait, why Why do you have chickens? What? Um, I have chickens because um, over the past couple of years, the country has been crazy with so many weird things that has been happening with oh, okay. it. Okay, I like that. I'm like, oh, if they shut the grid down, I got eggs in the backyard. Okay. Um, so I told MTV maybe a couple months ago that I wanted to get a coop and they helped facilitate getting the coop. And then they didn't realize I was actually going to really do it. Um, so I've had the chickens for the past uh, six months now, and now we're getting like six to 12 eggs a day. Um, I got like a little golf cart so I could take them. So you got out. them for health reasons, like to, to be healthier. Is that why? Well, I mean, I got them because, I mean, it's always, I mean, it's kind of like a cool um, trajectory to my story that I actually have chickens in the back, but more so like- <laughs> I had chickens. I didn't like them. They smelled. I just didn't like it. It was, I'm not a farm person. It, it just reminded me, I was like, I, I lived on a farm. I was just like, that's yeah, how I like no, it. No, I, I kind of like it only because um, if like they shut the grid down, I got I got scrambled eggs. I, I love got, that. Okay, wait, but who takes care of them? Is it you or, or Lauren? No, I do. Lauren has the two babies and then the one baby coming on the way. She's pregnant. She's like 57 months pregnant. She's oh, about she's pregnant. Congratulations. Yeah, she's about to pop right now. So um, I take care of the chickens. It's, I'll be honest with you, it's only about like 10 minutes a day. You know, I go out there, change the water, change the food, grab the eggs and come back. And I got the golf cart to make it quicker. The kids so, must love it though. No, they do. Every morning the two-year-old is like, he wants to go see the chickens. It's really adorable. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a very mindful dad uh, to enjoy this time while they're so young. And um, and that's that's really it. I mean, I don't think anybody really knows I have chickens. Obviously, it's on the new season that's coming out in uh, a couple of weeks, but uh, we just got them uh, a few months ago. Yeah, you're we had them on dad. our show. Look at your chicken dad. I didn't even think that was going to be the biggest news today, but you're yes. a chicken dad. I'm a chicken tender. Yeah, you're a chicken tender. That's true. Yeah. So you're chicken tender. Yeah. You are getting ready for baby three. Do you know what you're having? A girl. <gasps> Wait, and what do you have now? Uh, one boy is uh, two years old, and the girl is one. Are you going to stop or are you going to keep going? 
Um, I mean, we're going to have three under three. So I'll be honest with you. We're going to try to figure out like how we're going to do that, what it looks like in the house for mom and dad, you know? That's a lot. That's yeah. There's going to be like a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. Oh my in the God. House. Was that planned? Um, no, it wasn't planned. We were just Hello, trying to figure we out. we need to watch that. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to just figure out how to do two. And then next thing you know, a mom and dad were having some fun one night and now we got nothing. Uh, yeah, that, happened with, that happened with my third one. Yeah. yeah. This is but, why I just don't have sex with my husband. But then Adam, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to maybe the fourth, I kind of wanted the uh, boy to have a brother, but I guess we'll see. I'm going to take it. Yeah, that would be beautiful if you have that. Two boys, two yeah, girls. That's so yeah. cute. But we'll, yeah. we'll figure out. We're going to try to figure out how we're going to do three babies and nine chickens. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Do, do you have help? Um, we do. We we yes. do have help. We have you know multiple babysitters. We're always reevaluating on a daily basis on how to make home life easier, professional life easier, and trying to always get to the next level. Um, but uh, I mean, listen, you make it up as you go along. It's never easy being a, a new parent, you know. Yeah. Or to three under three. I mean, I, I, I mean, too, God bless not, you. That's like, uh, yeah. I mean, that is mine are four and five or four, uh, five and I don't fuck. I don't even know at this point. They're, uh, they're like, it's 18 months and that was insane. I can't, I couldn't imagine like another one on top of that. Well, I mean, I'll be honest. I, for me, the goal was always to have like a big Italian uh, family. Um, that was like the end game. That was like after all the hard work. That was like after me getting sober and in the prison system and and like and sacrifices and, and pain. The end game was like family and kids. And now that I have it, um, you know, you got to fight hard to. You're keep enjoying it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. You cherish it. How many kids do you come from? Uh, four. Oh, okay. So you I came from a big family. Four and Lauren comes from four. Oh, that's beautiful. See, like usually like my kids come from four and my kids don't want to have four kids. Yeah. Because they see it's a lot of work. It, it is. It's, I'll be honest. Right now it's like a happy circus in the house. Yeah. No, now yeah. it's good when they get older. That's what oh, I keep telling Melissa. Yeah. When you get see, older. Teresa's in the older kids. We're still like in the I'm wiping your ass and like you can't take care of yourself phase. Yeah. Like, my kids are, I got the two and the one and then we're going to have another one. So, um, Again, it's they say when you have kids that young, it's like a really magical time. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to be really mindful about that, enjoying it, savoring it, and you know, cherishing it. So you're a husband that helps, you're hands on. I am. I love that. I mean, I was brought up old school, um, but no, I am hands on. That's good. I like that. Yeah, old school. Is it crazy? We have like the king of Jersey Shore. Right. And we have the queen of Real House of New Jersey. I know. Right? I never met you, Mike. I heard a lot about you. I think that we we never really officially met. I think one time we kind of like passed each other, but we we didn't get a chance to say hello. Um, I did Dancing with the Stars with Vinny. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. We, you know, that was fun. You know, stressful, but fun. And he did yes. so, he, he did I, so good on it, you know? I came out to LA to to visit that. Oh month. yeah. Okay. So I think I saw you in the audience. Yeah. How have so you guys fun. never met? Yeah, like we all never these met. years. I've met Dina. I've met I went to Snooky's. Oh, you you weren't you weren't at Snooky's 30th birthday party. No, no, no. I she went was to probably at that time, I don't think we were uh, talking at that time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I went to her 30th, but I met Wow. I remember there was one time where we were like maybe in passing, but we didn't say hello. Yeah. 
Yeah. Crazy. Unfortunately, we do have one thing in common. We were, you know, we were both like away. That's not a good oh, thing. Yes. Now that you mention it, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I, and I remember when I heard that you were, that was happening to you, I felt bad because it's like you know, no one wants to go. You know, no. One oh wants no, to go no. Do that. I mean, um, I, when they sent me to prison, I didn't think that they were going to because I was actually I fought really hard for months to. Um, get in the zone of probation, which means the judge is allowed to give you probation or community service. They don't have to uh, get a variance or anything like that. And they still gave me the- I, tr I did that too. Like I did so, oh my God, was, I spent so yeah. much money on legal fees. But, and what's unfortunate, I mean, I, I said it, I, I just did a podcast um, the other day, Melissa and I, like in my, in, I signed paper, two homes that my husband told me, you know, he wanted to use my credit. Actually, I didn't commit a crime. Like yeah. my husband's the one that committed the crime, but because I'm Teresa Judice and I was on TV, yeah, like they made an example out of me. Which do you think that's why you didn't get off? Because they were like, "Oh, it's Mike." Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, listen, I don't I, even know why you went away. Why'd you go away again? Um, I eventually um, had the plea bargain of um, the plea bargain was like one count of tax evasion. I had no priors. And um, nobody in the state of New Jersey in that zone ever got prison time. So when they uh, gave me the plea bargain, I celebrated with my wife. I was in my underwear. I'm like, take a photo while I sign this plea bargain. And because, you know, I fought hard to get in the zone of probation, community service, and worst case, jail. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to survive this thing. But they eventually... They, they gave me all the above. They gave me, you know, eight months of uh, prison time. They gave me two years of probation and 500 hours of community service. When they set, when they gave it to me, I just sat there like, oh, wow, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I guess this is what I'm doing now. Um, but I, they definitely made an example out of me because I was on TV. Yeah. Why do you think you got eight months and didn't your brother get two years? Yeah, he got two years. Yeah. Why do you think the difference? Um, he definitely wasn't in the zone to get probation, you know, oh, got you get, it. when you get sentenced, they look at some of the evidence that they have of you and some of the charges, and then they, they give you a, a like a, a zone and then you say, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that zone or I'm going to go to trial. I waited to the last day or two, which you never want to go to trial because obviously you, you saw what had most recently happened when someone tried to take it to trial. Um, they, um, in our position or reality TV, they, they got many, many, many years in. Who was that? Chrisley. The Chrisleys. Chrisleys. Oh, okay. That's yeah, they, they, oh, they, yes. they, they didn't. And I, Mike, I wanted to go to trial so bad. Me too. <laughs> no, because I was like, I didn't do anything. And I was like, I really wanted to go to trial. And then that's, I didn't know. Cause I've, you know, I've never gotten in trouble before. But I didn't know if you go to trial and you lose, oh, then you get like double the time. Yes. They can so, send you away for like 10 or 20 years. You were like, no way. I'm not going. No, I, I, I didn't think I was going. I thought I was going to get probation because I had no uh, priors. And, and again, no one in the state of New Jersey has ever been in the zone 11, no priors and gotten jail time. Also, when they gave my brother two years, I mean – I don't want to say this in a funny way, but I'm like, oh, he took the hit. He, you know, they gave him the prison time. They're not going to give me the prison time. Right. Um, and the evidence that they had on me, I was, um, I was just working so much, flying all over the place, endorsements, TV, and I was high all the time. So there was no emails. There's no conversations with me. I was insulated. 
So, so there was no, it wasn't a lot of evidence that I, like you said, uh, Teresa, like, oh, I, I just went to a closing. My name was just on the accounts. And because things weren't done properly, that is what was the the nail in the coffin. Your name's on the account. Something wasn't done properly. It is what it is. And I had to take accountability and be like, um, you know, in full responsibility and and go to prison, uh, two years of probation and the 500 hours of community service. I mean, I actually just got my passport back this year and it's almost like, you know, um, from when I was, I had the grand jury subpoena. It's almost, it's almost like 10 years, I think. Yeah, it is 10 years. Wow. You just got it back now? Yes. 2014. They caught me at an airport with like seven IRS agents and windbreakers. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I like, you know, John Wayne over here? You know, there's like all lined up at the gate. And I was like, wow. And then they handed us the subpoenas that I was being investigated for tax crimes. Obviously at the time, which I don't know if you know, but I was in active addiction. I was very high. Uh, I obviously didn't take it seriously. Um, But that one decision, I guess maybe in 2010, um, which I write in uh, in my book Your that um, that um, I had just got named uh, GQ Man of the Year in 2010. Jersey Shore had just been on the scene. I just made like five million bucks, and um, you know, my manager comes up to me and says, "You just made you know five million. You got a file," and it was my brother. And then he's like, "Or we can get him next year," and I was like. <gasps> All right, let's get him next year. Oh, no. decision haunted me for, I mean, it's now 2024, so almost 10 years, about 10 wow. years. So your brother is the one that said this, who then also went away for two years. Well, it, no, he, he went away. Uh, again, you got to think about it. We were kids that I didn't have to file taxes the year before. I didn't make any money. I was uh, a stripper yeah. the year before. You know what I mean? And then you don't know what it comes with. You know, when you make the millions and, and you're, you know, you get the love of, of the masses or America and you're in the, one of the biggest television shows in the country, you don't necessarily understand what comes with that uh, when it first sometimes happens to you. And I was young. I was probably 20, 27, probably. And I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't follow last year. No one's no one's going to know. No one's going to, yeah. you know, yeah, someone's going to know. They came knocking about Three years later. With Joe, it was 10 years. That's oh, what they wow. Yeah, like he filed his business, but not his personal. And then when they came knocking at the door, I was like, I answered the door, matter of fact. And it was, and then I'm like, what do you, I'm like, can I help you? And I even gave them an attitude. And he's like, your husband hasn't filed taxes. I'm like, yes, he does. He files taxes. So like he did his business, but not his personal. Yeah. Was, and then my heart dropped and I was just like, what? And then I wanted to kill him. Mike, because we're on a TV show. It's like, what are you yeah. doing? You know, it's like, yep. that's like pure stupidity. It really is. Even while I was going through the system, you know, they had offered me, they said, listen, if you, if you rat on your brother, we will give you uh, a lighter sentence. And I was like, I'm Italian. You know, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's just, you know, not going to happen. I said, you know, um, and I had to take it to the end of the line. They, they sent me to prison anyway, but it is what it is. Um, and then eventually, many, many years later, uh, as I, I've gotten sober, um, I'm, I'm now eight years clean and sober, I decided to write a book. Good for you. And um, now the book is just doing amazing. I have you know two, ba- two babies and one on the way. The show's doing amazing. Uh, so it's, it's a good story. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, Mike, all right now, you have a book that's been out for what, a month? It's, it's killing it right now that we have like almost like, Almost like a perfect rating, which is five stars. I think we have like a four point seven. 
um, or uh, on Amazon, 4.5 on like Goodreads, which are like people that really read books. I expect it to be bestseller. Um, this past week alone, we had uh, meetings for it to be. Well, let's see the book. What's it called? The name of the book is Reality Check, um, How I Overcame uh, Addiction, Loss, and Prison. And again, the book's killing it. This week alone, we had meetings to make it into a movie, which is really, really quick for a book for people to even call already. So we are super uh, excited uh, with the, the, the reviews. It's been in the press for like three months straight. So uh, we're super happy. Is it hard for you? Because like this was so long ago, right? I mean, you have to go through everything. You're eight years sober, which is freaking incredible. My father-in-law is eight years sober also. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Any, it's amazing. The, the journey of sobriety is, um, is, uh, is a difficult one, but it's very rewarding. And, um, you know, so I usually scream it from the rooftops for people to let them know that like, if I can do it, then you can do it too. Because like, once you read my book, you know, you're not going to be able to like put it down. You're going to be like, oh my God, like he survived that. Like, oh my God, like every chapter is like that. So most people that have read the book, um, they read it in one sitting, one days, two days. So I'm so proud of it. And again, like we're, we're already talking about making it into a movie uh, within weeks, which is crazy. Wait, so your sobriety, was that your, because didn't you try to get sober for like a year and then you had a relapse? Yeah, I had a couple of relapses. I went to rehab like uh, almost four times. Um, I started to try to get sober maybe in like 2012. I had rammed my head into a uh, cement wall in Italy while filming Jersey Shore, which wasn't the smartest decision, but it, uh, it turned out to be sort of an epic, iconic, um, um, I guess, uh, uh, scene. Um a moment, yeah. A moment, yeah. And usually every Halloween, the kids wear like the neck brace and the sunglasses or whatever. Um, but yeah, that when I hit the wall I, I, in Italy in 2012, it was definitely me hitting the wall literally and figuratively. And eventually I had to uh, get clean or whatever. Because I was filming one of the biggest reality shows on MTV or in the country at the time. And I was constantly smuggling drugs in and um doing some really crazy stuff and now like i said that's why we wrote the book and it's uh it's it's really uh it's, it's my masterpiece did you start the drugs when jersey shore took off or was that before that no 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 i was always a wild kid i always tell people all the time nothing influenced me i was influencing everybody else they were always trying to like you know stop me i was always pushing the envelope on what i shouldn't do um with mtv with castmates with everything um, and, and, and that behavior eventually kind of maybe even led me to prison, I guess you can say, because uh, I was sort of a stripper and not sort of, but I was a stripper and a drug dealer in college. So, you know, um, eventually I got away from that and I was discovered, uh, you know, and I still ended up in prison, you know, which is crazy. I wasn't a stripper or I wasn't a drug dealer and I still ended up in prison. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, see, at least maybe you could have been stripping, making extra cash. I know. See what I'm I, I, th I think for you, it happened. Obviously, you know, you were like, like a casualty of of something. Like it shouldn't have happened. Like you know, with you, like it seems like, you know, you just was going along with your husband, and then next thing you know, they came knocking. But you know what? Now I'm totally fine with it because everything happens for a reason. Very true. And I. I got, I don't, I'm sure you know, I remarried and I really met my soulmate. So I feel like that had to happen in order for me to not be with Joe anymore. 
and mm-hmm. and to move on. What did Lauren, you're with Lauren at the time and you get sentenced. Was yeah. she like, I'll stay with you, we're good? I mean, how did she react? Uh, at the time, uh, I was about, um, you know, around three years sober. Um, so we were on a good, you know, a good uh, road. I was volunteering at high schools and working at rehabs at the side. Um, my employment with MTV was 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 great. Um, when they sentenced me, it was almost like, um, to be honest with you, ironically, it was kind of the light at the end of the tunnel because I, I um, it was a means to an end. I obviously didn't want to go to prison. I didn't think I deserved prison. But once they actually sentenced you, you're like, okay, when this is done, it's over with, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we, we felt because um, I was dealing with the, uh, the justice system for many, many years. Um, the show, la- uh, not the show, but the, the case lasted a couple years. Uh, it was hard, like I said, to get evidence on someone that was kind of high all the time. And I was insulated. So there's no emails. There's no phone calls. It's hard to like nail things down. Eventually, obviously, my name's on the account and that was it. And I, you know, that's how I went to prison and I had to take accountability. But, um, you know, when, when it happened, uh, you know, my wife was just like, OK, like when this is over, like we can start our life, which is exactly what we did. And then obviously at that same time we were filming the show. I have a contract uh, with MTV. So does um, my wife. So I knew that she was going to be taken care of when I went to prison. Dude, that is a woman. I thought I was going to get out early. I swear, you know, but it, it didn't yeah, happen. White collar. They make you do like 85% of yes. the time. I thought I was going to get out early, but it, it, it wasn't. Um, Where were you? Day, Otisville, um, up uh, upstate New York. It's definitely um, a Jewish prison, very high profile prison for men. And um, I don't know, I guess, you know, the comeback is greater than the setback. I got to say that, like, even though I went to prison, things happened for a reason. It, it made me harder as a, as a, as a, as a human being. And I turned my L's into lessons and became a better man, you know? Um, awesome. Yeah. Teresa, what's it? Yeah, I was in Connecticut. Yeah. You think there's a big, was yours tough? No. no. I've I, I heard, I know where he was. Joe no. was trying to go there and he didn't go there. When I showed up, I mean, listen, your insecurities get the best of you um, before you're about to go to prison because you've never been there before and you don't know what to expect. But once, you know, I made up my mind, like, whatever's going to happen, I'm going to handle it, you know, and I have faith in myself and my God above. And that's how me and my wife handled it. And I showed up. And when I showed up um, the first day, like the Italians had like a big hockey bag of like, you know, guinea teas and like uh, socks and like uh, food because your commissary doesn't work for, I don't even know, like a week or so when you first get into the system. So um, you, a lot of the times, like, you know, certain groups will take care of their own. So you like made friends, you made your, like your way through it. And it was pretty, I mean, it's jail, but it was easy. Like a Teresa. I mean, Teresa was like, it was a nice little getaway. I had great food. I had got worked out. Uh, again, my you know, place was easy. I mean, it, it was. I was like, this is such a joke. Again, I hate to say easy when you're talking uh, about jail. I mean, I say, listen, you're, you're away from your family. That's horrible. Yeah, I mean, the hardest thing was being away from my four daughters. I'm like, that was the hardest thing. Otherwise, I mean, listen, you the hardest. And then you can't leave there. That's the thing. Yes. I, I worked out every day. I rested. I never took nap. I mean, I 
I used to take a nap in, in the afternoon like they do every in Italy. Day, yeah, every, yeah. Every day, yeah, <laughs> like I yeah. never did that before. I came out looking like a million bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I was so well rested. I looked the best I've ever, like my body looked like amazing. Yeah. I mean, I just, I read, I prayed, I wrote my book, which I came out, Mike, and my book was a New York Times bestseller. Yes. Yes. I heard. Congrats. And I wrote it. You know, I just, that's what I did. I wrote my book and- yep. Yeah. See, when I was in prison, I was thinking about writing my book and eventually, you know, here I am today and we, we have it, which I, I love it. Uh, but the food, um, I will say the food wasn't great, um, but because everyone liked me, they liked my story. They liked like, all right, this guy's you know, turning over a new leaf, trying to be a better man. Oh. I, you know, I, a lot of the guys, they took me under their wing. I was able to get special TV time only because people like me. If it was the opposite and I was a prick, then it would have been a different story. But people liked me. Um, I did get extra food. Um, I was on a diet to get in my best shape. So I had like a cucumber salad every day, extra chicken. Um, and these guys would smuggle it out to me. I would watch myself on TMZ or or uh, TV uh, or Jersey Shore Family Vacation, which was definitely weird because they were airing my wedding at the time. And it was my first year of marriage oh. and I'm in prison, which is not very nice. Yeah. So um, I saw myself on TV getting married and my first year of marriage, I'm in, in, in prison, which is crazy. Yeah. But thank God you were sober already. Could you imagine you get sent oh, to jail yeah. and then yeah. you have to get sober, Mike? Listen, I mean, people, then that would have been great too, because then he would have had no choice. But people can go either way. You know what right. I mean? Like, you I know, mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You can go either way, and your life is going to get worse. But you're Italian, so you're strong. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are strong people. Um, I had it inside me the whole time, and I came out and I was a better person. Um, and then, uh, and that was it. But the, it was. Um, I don't know. It definitely was an unpleasant situation, pun intended. But um, like Teresa said, everything happens for a reason. It made me into a better man. Um, and, and, and it makes me have an amazing story too. Mike, imagine me. My parents are off the boat. I'm first generation. My poor parents, I felt so bad for them. You know, they were so devastated. You know, it was so hard for them. I, I know my husband was, at the time, my ex-husband, he felt so bad. I kept telling my parents not to worry, you know, cause they, but I told them every day, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know? And I was like, don't worry about me. I'm sure it took years off their life. Unfortunately. Look, I came out, Mike. You, you, I remember when you came out, you was jacked. No, I came out. No, but then eight months later, I lost my mom. Oh my God. I'm sorry. So that's what was so devastating to me. And then that's when I knew it was over with my ex because I was so upset that I was like, you made me lose time with my mom. And I blamed him for, you know, I was like, that's when I knew it was definitely over because I was, I lost my mom. And then three years later, I lost my dad. It's been rough, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, I have my kids and I'm an amazing, yeah. you know, man. Yeah. I was, so. Listen, you just said it. We're Italian. We're tough. Yeah. You know, tough yeah. times don't last, but tough people do. How was your yeah. family when you did this? Like you, they had two uh, kids. It was really tough. You know, um, I had like the whole MTV team in in, uh, in the courtroom. My wife, Jenny was there, Wow, Vinny was in there. Um, the big, you know, MTV boss, uh, my family, everybody was crying. They didn't think I was going to get uh, uh, sent away. They thought I was going to get probation. I actually, because I was planning my wedding oh. at the same time. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, you know, 
if you're going to plan your wedding during your court case, you're thinking that you're going to get probation. You know, I'm trying to move out with my life. And then once they handed me down the, the judgment of prison time, like, and in that moment it was like, Oh my God, are we, are we still going to get married? You know what I mean? Cause we were just planning everything. Wait, so uh, then you got married, right? So wait, wait, wait. I, I, I refused to let my circumstances uh, define me, but I let it refine me. I went ahead with the wedding anyway. When was the wedding? Uh, what month? The wedding was um, at the Legacy Castle, which is- uh, oh, Okay, uh, it's near my house. It's, it's really, really nice over there. We did it with MTV. Um, we did the show. My wife had a, it was a beautiful, gorgeous wedding. Um, beautiful ring, all that stuff. And then uh, probably a month or two later, we asked the judge to give us the holidays, uh, which was the uh, Jan, you know, uh, Christmas and New Year's, which usually you ask for that, which they gave it to me. I had an extra month or two and then I was off. So, you know, my first year of marriage was in prison. Literally. Oh my God. That was so fast after. Yes. But, but, but I, 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 I wanted to get married because I wanted to, I wanted to leverage my celebrity. I wanted to leverage my, my, uh, employer. Um, and also it was part of my story and it was just because it was part of my story. I wanted to be authentic and put it on TV. So we, I still was able to have the wedding of my dreams for me and my wife, but then, um, and also as part of my story, I'm getting paid, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I have a contract and then I'm off. So now I know when I, go to prison. My wife is getting paid, you know, and she's okay. And we just had an amazing wedding, uh, amazing memories. And and that those memories from uh, my wedding helped me um, get through some of the tough times away from my family. I'd be able to reminisce or think of my wife walking down the aisle. um, Unfortunately, while I was in prison, I mean, I'm sure a, a number of tears have come down my eye, but because my younger self and my bad decisions robbed me of my first year in prison. But now you're the rest of your life. Yes. But at the same time, it also made me uh, a better man though. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you see the, uh, both sides of it. It made me into a a better person, you know? And I, I think a lot of people have issues with understanding when certain things come your way, if you allow it to, um, good and bad to mold you for the better. And, and, uh, only the, I'm not going to say only the people that have went through the fire understand that, that, that type of, um, you know, view, but, um, cause most people, when they face a, a, an obstacle or something bad, they stop and they go the other way You're right. and they, they won't go, they won't continue to go forward. Um, the people that continue to go forward and, uh, become, uh, or rise above, that's what I think what life's all about. Yeah. And I'm sure Mike, you, you've inspired so many, you know, oh like the young generation. Cause they, you know, they all, they all watch you. They watch their shore. So I'm sure you inspired so many people to like turn into, you know, on, on the right path instead of going the opposite path. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're also proof of that as well, that like, you know, you can have like one bad chapter in your story. That doesn't mean that things are over. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, you continue to move forward and make more memories and more chapters. You're the author of your own story. Make it a good one. No, you're right. Yeah. Were you nervous though going to jail like that it would do something to your career? I mean, I, I mean, I'm on TV. I thought it would make it better. <laughs> yeah, now for guys, it's it makes it better. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it. You know, it's like probably, you get stronger and tougher. Yeah. You know? I mean, 
I was, I, I mean, me going to prison was world news. You know what I mean? It was everywhere. And it, it's just being a reality TV star, the, the rules are different. You know what I mean? So me going to prison, it just, it's like the saltiness that only seasons your sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a good situation, but it, it, it if you become a better person, it, it makes the story better, to be honest with you. And you know what I love with me? I love that Bravo waited a full year till I got back. Like they, oh, yeah. they didn't film until I got back. Oh, that's nice. Which yeah. I was like, thank you, because this is the reason yes. why I'm going. Yeah, yeah. same same thing that we they were waiting for me the whole time. Um, oh, so they, I didn't I didn't know if they were filming with your wife because your wife was on the show. No, they filmed they filmed slightly a little bit before, oh, okay. but not a lot at all. Like while I was in prison, I was worried about that. Like, oh my god, like, am I, you know. As MTV gonna move forward without me, which no, they didn't. Like no. you know what happened with me? It's like they they stopped Housewives, but they did a special with Joe and the girls, uh -huh. which was nice because we lost everything. So it was nice that he was able to make money while I was away. But I see you in person. I'm gonna give you a big hug. You're a warrior. <laughs> okay, I know Thank how you. hard I know how hard it is. Um, you know, but you know, the comeback is always greater than the setback. And you showed that. I showed that. I'm glad I finally got to meet Mike the Situation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pleasure to, to be on this podcast. Um, you know, I've been doing press for like three months for this book. Um, yeah, I, but I was And just let your wife know, me and her go, I used to go to her hairdresser, Gianna. Oh, she's great. Yeah. So, so, nice. yeah, so I know, I, I, you know, I know that your wife goes yeah. there. So. Yes, yeah, we, we love Gianna. She's, uh, she usually does my hair for sometimes four times a week. Oh, uh, I like that. If I have, if no, I you're have. like, Teresa, you guys are so alike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always I, that's, why, that's where I was coming from, from my hair girl. And she was like, yeah. Cool. Oh my Laying God. It and I was like, not Oh my good. God. I didn't know we had the same hair girl. That's funny. Is it hard though? Like, cause someone always like, did you have so many questions for Teresa when she got out of jail? Like, is it hard now after all this to kind of talk about it and relive it again? And it was definitely hard for me to write the book. I, I mean, you know, my son was in the NICU and, you know, that was really hard. And we went through a few miscarriages and those things were really hard. Um, but like knowing where I am now, you know, um, again, eight years clean and sober. I'm a, a dad of two and one on the way. I'm very proud of uh, of um, everything I've been through because it made me the man I am today. So I, I give those really gritty details on these talk shows and everything about uh, the things that people didn't know of smuggling drugs on set and the, the crazy, because I want people to be like, wow, if Mike can be sober and Mike can get over those obstacles, I can too, yes. you know, because um, my story is so crazy, um, you know, but like I, again, it's, it's about overcoming obstacles. And, um, and that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book. And, and I always scream it from the rooftops about like, you know, never giving up on yourself and continue to move forward. I mean, just to get on TV, you, you need to be a, a strong person, you know, imagine going and then there's prison and all these other things. So, you know, uh, we're definitely some, uh, some tough SOBs on this podcast right now. Yes. Yeah. You got, you've been through a lot, Mike. I mean, just be, becoming like overcoming addiction is, is, I mean, that's game changer alone. Most, most people, unfortunately, yeah, they don't make it, unfortunately. And for me, I started out, it was just, I was in my twenties. I wanted an experiment, you know, like most people, we all, most of us, we all did that, you know? Um, and I didn't understand who I was 
you know, self. And I had an obsessive personality. Everything had to be, uh, you know, zero or a hundred, you know, uh, the parties and the women and the drugs and the fame and the cars. And it took, it's a miracle that I made it to the other side. You know, most it is people, Mike, most the people, way five, what we 500, almost half a mil a, a year on drugs and stuff. What was it? I, I, I spent uh, about a half a million on uh, oh, cocaine yeah. and oxycodone. And, um, and then I spent a million dollars to defend my case, which I'm sure Teresa knows how much money it costs with lawyers. Yeah. I spent a million dollars on that. Um, who was your, who was your lawyer? I think it was your lawyer too. The first one, Henry. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. Is it? Was it? I, I thought a woman. I forgot that. his name because oh, the, me you, and him did not get think, along. I think you had him for a little bit, and then you went on to somebody else. Henry. Um, I had a lawyer. That I, I do have Henry lawyer in my phone. Wait a second. So we had the same hairdresser. We went to. Wait, I was. Why'd you use him? Because I went to jail. Why'd you use him? Okay. I I used him because I had spent uh, about a million dollars with another lawyer. And and then that, me and that other lawyer shook hands and was like, okay, he had to like part ways because I couldn't pay for him anymore. I spent a million dollars. So I, then I that went lawyer. To, so we just know not to use him. <laughs> so then I went to Henry, which was your yeah, lawyer. Now it's, it's coming back now. That was my attorney. Was like, it was almost like consignment. It was like, um, you'll represent me and I'll pay you later. Yeah. Because you know what my thing was, Mike, they already knew that I was going to prison. That's what pissed me off. Probably the same with me too. It's pissed me off because here I'm thinking this guy's really fighting for me. Cause I thought I was going to, that's what he, I did all these programs. I was supposed to do probation and all this, like uh, yeah, helping the community. And same. I feel like it was just all a joke and, and they just took me for a ride and spent all this money. And then I went to, and then I went to prison. I'm like, I didn't even, yeah. I'm like, it's such a joke. And like, no. they feel like it was already, they would, they, because, because when you're in the public eye, I feel like it's a given. You have, you, you have to go away. Like that's it. Otherwise that they get ridiculed, like for not putting us away. You know, I, I just remember sitting in uh, the courtroom and like I said, I was already three years sober, you know, uh, you know, beating the devil, devil himself, which is a Dixon. I was volunteering at high schools. I was working at rehabs. I sat there like, do your worst. You know what I mean? Like I had totally changed my whole life. And I was also in zone 11, which, you know, should have afforded me with no priors, community service and probation, a combination of those two, but they gave me everything. And I just sat there like, no, but now that I'm, because I really didn't know your case. And I was just like, if it was only three years, like you could have paid it back. It's taxes. You could have paid it back. You that, know? Wasn't, that wasn't even an option. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it was only three years. Like it, I'm just saying you could have paid it back. Like I'm no, saying if it was a regular person, they would have never got jail time. A hundred percent. regular person would have never got jail I, time. I paid my restitution like two months before my sentencing date. Oh, which, see that? Which, uh, which like, means you know? I'm going above and beyond here yeah. oh to, to, to show the court, show the public, everybody watching, hey, I'm paying this restitution payment, but, but usually uh. people pay it like in a payment plan, like, you know, after or whatever. I paid it before my, my sentencing date. They didn't, right. they, didn't, they didn't care. It didn't matter. And it, But again, 
I had to take accountability. I obviously broke the law. I got to say that. And um, I had to be a man and uh, own up to, um, you know, my my crimes, you know, and, and that was it, you know. You still talk to your brother? Of course. The one, course. okay. So it still came, you guys still stayed together even through. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. When, when they sentenced him to prison in two years, I mean, listen, I was like, oh man, that he took the hit for me, <laughs> but that wasn't the case. Then they sentenced me next. We were downstairs into my book. We were downstairs in the courtroom, handcuffed, being ready to like, um, processed. And like, I, I just remember that feeling of like, okay, like this is a means to an end. I saw him coming around the corner cause you get fingerprints or, and also like a photo and- Were you guys together? Yeah, there was a sense oh. of, there was a sense of- I'm not saying were you guys together yeah. in prison? Oh yeah. no, I, I, I would have liked that, but no, oh. they, they sent us to d two different, different prisons. But yeah. when, the, when they handed down the judgment and they process you in the basement, I just remembered having like a sense of comfort, almost like we were young kids where, you know, we were doing something together, sports or whatever it was. And, you know, we both made mistakes. I was on this roller coaster that went just a little too fast. And, um, and we made some mistakes. We, you know, we had an unbelievable time, made unbelievable memories. I'm a legend in my business. I, you know, I'm, you know, still to this day, I get nominated for reality star, star of the year every single year, the past three years. Good for um, you. And I got a good story to go with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, family is number one. I mean, I have to say the one thing is they never handcuffed me. I never got, I never got arrested. They treated me nice. like, yeah, with white good. gloves. If talking in that good. sense, like they didn't yeah. do that. And um, when I came home, they were, they were good to me because I was filming. They didn't treat me like everyone else. Well, I was like, thank God for that, you know? When they processed me, they were like, Mike, we're sorry we have to do this, which was kind of cool. I definitely put that in my book. But um. the second that I walked out of prison, out of the, you know, the barbed wires in the background, I had, you know, a, a massive company picking me up outside. I had MTV, you know, picking me up outside. I got the Mike guy, Mike and me. Like, there was just no rest. It was straight to tell the story and work. How, I mean, when I left prison, Mike... There were so many paparazzi, paparazzi. cars following us yep. to to my house. Like I think they got a little yep. bit on on Bravo. Was it like that for you, Mike? Like a lot of paparazzi waiting? Oh yeah, definitely. We had to do uh, what was called evasive measures to try to uh, shake the tails. Were you we... covered? Like in in the SUV, I was covered because they were trying to get my first. Yeah. They were trying to get the first photo. We had the, uh, yeah, we had the SUVs, the Escalades, MTV, the Mike people, like they, um, it was, a, it was definitely a spectacle. It was definitely, it was world news. It was everywhere. And, um, I was happy to just be out. I was happy to, to see my wife, have my freedom. Once you, once they take away your freedom, boy. What was the first thing that you did after filming when you got home? Uh, the first thing I did when I got in the car was I like tweeted, like, you know, I'm free bitch, you know, like a Dave Chappelle gif. And then I tweeted the cast like I was on my way home. Uh, my wife was with me, and we ordered uh, Danino's Pizza, which is <laughs> one of the best pizza places in uh, in our in our area in our state. Yeah. And then you made baby number one. Pretty much, yes. I yes. went. I went straight from like getting out of jail straight to the house filming. 
Straight to, right into yeah, the yeah, we were, yeah, we were filming the whole time. Yeah, fil- I, they filmed me calling the pizza place, ordering like four pizzas and, uh, you know, chicken called sandwich. And and then, you know, what happened with me? Like, um, were you allowed to go outside? Um, I don't think I went outside. Once I got inside, like, I just wanted to eat pizza and make love to my wife. And- no, no, no. Meaning when you were in jail, were you allowed to like, <laughs> yeah. like but tell more about that story. Yeah, oh. like, I'm talking about when you were like, when you were in jail, like, did you like. Oh, um, I was I was allowed to go outside. Um, you know, there was paparazzi getting shots of us. Like that's what there was helicopters over yes. my track. And, you know, my camp used to get we used to have lockdown. And a lot of the girls were so pissed at me. They were like, they yeah, they used to, like a lot of the girls were mad because like they weren't allowed to like yeah. the whole jail was not allowed to go outside because because they, we, they put us on lockdown because paparazzi was outside. I, I was I was worried one time when uh, my first week in uh, in prison, um, I got so much mail from so much fan mail that it shut down the mail room. And I'm sure you're in prison. You know where you were in prison. You know how important it is to get your mail and yeah. how important it is that the the inmates love getting. Yeah, I got mail. a lot of mail too. They, they love getting their their magazines. They love like you know it's a thing. I I, I got so much mail. We shut it down. Oh, I shut it down for a little bit. Now the warden had to come see me and he's like, listen, you shut, you know, you shut, you shut the mail room down. We got so much mail. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I don't really want to cause waves. I just wanted to do my time and get out of there. Uh, fortunately for me, like I said, I was, I was well liked. I really was trying to do the right thing. And I had just become a few years sober and a married man. And I think people saw like, like, you know, this, this kid, maybe that I was portrayed to be a villain trying to turn over the leaf. And they all, they saw that in real time and everybody was really receptive of that. Ditto. Ditto. They thought I was this crazy person flipping tables. Like I was such a bitch. Like yep. nobody really messed with me. Yeah. And they thought that I was this like and yeah, that, you see, you meanwhile, like I'm like the sweetest person ever. Yeah, you seem like such a sweetheart. I can I can feel your energy from here. Thank uh you. but what I do know about the flipping table situation. Yeah, okay, I, I know, know, but like that was only one time. Like that's not really who I am. Yeah. <laughs> that was caught on camera at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Mike, listen, we are so ha- we've been so excited for this for a long time. I mean, eight years sober, a brand new book, a brand new third baby on the way. Yes. I mean, l- God is good. Like yes. still, still filming the show, Jersey Shore, yes. rocks. Yes. Yeah. No, J- Jersey Shore is uh, number one for MTV on Thursdays. Every time it's on air, awesome. you know what I mean? so Amazing. it's like it's a, it's a blessing. It's you know the fans yeah. MTV are- is amazing. They really are. Yeah, they're great. What yeah, season? Incredible. What season are you guys on in Jersey Shore? Oh my God! <laughs> um, do you guys we, do it by season or no? Um, well, we did six seasons in the the first franchise, but this one's uh, set up in A and B, and we're on like season number eight. So A and B will be uh, times two. So it'll be like nice. six, sixteen of the new and six of old. So we're almost like on number twenty two or twenty three. Do you ever see a time where you're like, I'm done with this? I mean, no, I, I loved to, it was always my dream to be on TV, not necessarily reality TV, but, um, you know, I, I would like to do different, different reality shows. Like maybe I can go around the country and I would love to do a reality TV show about recovery and go around the country and like save lives, kind of like an intervention. Uh, again, Jersey Shore is like the number one show on Thursdays for MTV. Uh, we are working right now on making reality check a movie and a documentary as we speak, which is so cool. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a really big year. Are you going to so. play yourself? 
I don't know. I might be. I I I think I would. I would prefer maybe Miles Teller uh, to play me, or uh, but I would like to be in it as a cameo. Maybe I'm in prison. I'm one of the inmates in prison. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or maybe I'm in rehab, one of the patients in rehab to make a, a cameo. So right now we're just discussing um, how to do that, um, uh, the movie, the documentary, and um, the recovery reality show. So, But uh, it's going to be a good year. That's so good. We're happy Congrats. for you. Congratulations, yeah, Mike. God bless you and your family. You're amazing. Amazing. So. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, bye, bye Mike. All right. Bye, 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 love, love, love. See you soon. Bye. bye, Mike. You guys, thank you as always for tuning in. We hoped you loved this interview as, as much as we did. And thank you as always for giving us those five-star rates and reviews and comments. And also let us know if there's anybody that you guys want us to yeah. interview. Yeah, we would love to hear feedback from you guys. Like if there's someone that you want us to have on our podcast, let us know. Shoot me a DM. Yeah, and make sure you get our merchandise. Oh, I just got my hoodie. I got. Oh, you did? Yeah, right here. Look, Mike. Oh yeah. Right here. I just got it. Shop. Heard out. I was wearing my hat today. I got my skull knitted hat. Amazing. I I left it in the car because I was running out. Because today there's a snowstorm again here. Shop. Heardoutmedia.com. Go get our merch. Yeah, and follow me on Instagram, Teresa Judice. And where can they follow you? Melissa Fista. And namaste, bitches pod. All right, guys. See you next Wednesday. Love, love, love you guys. I knew it. Another Herdat Media production.